0: A la mula begum bhaiyakagan, la si Good, everybody. I'm here with another edition of BK Talks. Recording this one Sunday, a little after midnight, getting off my shift at work, Uh, and this is like the fourth crack at this topic uh, that I'm about to talk about. Um, On Tuesday, the whole fallout from the LSU versus Iowa national championship game, women's national championship game in basketball, uh, that fallout was still fresh. In the like the online discourse and on the sports news, sports TV news, and I'm sure sports talk radio had a field day with it. Um, And it was an example of the disconnect that I think uh, many fans have as it relates to black athletes and women athletes. Because the story kind of treaded across a couple of different lines. So uh, before I get into my opinions and thoughts about it all, I do want to make it clear uh, that I'm not trying to fake the funk and make people believe that I'm some kind of big time women's basketball uh, aficionado or super fan, at least not in this particular era. Um, Like many of my sports hobbies and side hobbies over the years, I haven't really had to same amount of free time to commit to it. Uh, Therefore, if you ask me about like women's basketball players from the late 90s and into the 2000s, I'd be able to hold a pretty decent conversation with you because I was more so following uh, the sport back during that time. Like when the WNBA first formed and the ABL, a lot of people don't remember the ABL, uh, in the wake of the 96 Olympics, yeah, I was very interested during the Olympics you got a chance to know to some degree the stars from that team and it was pretty easy to like just ride with the the league and the two leagues I should say but the AVL didn't really last w- WNBA is still here um it was easy to kind of just ride with the leagues and that filtered down to the college level for me where uh I wasn't really a fan of any specific team, but I was more of a stargazer or a star watcher for women's college basketball. And I had a a former, well, she was like a grade under me, but a a former uh, high school classmate, I guess is technically not the right term because, again, she graduated a year after me, but uh, someone I knew from high school who actually played on the records women's basketball team and uh ended up getting like a couple of tryouts in the WNBA. So I had more of an interest in women's sports back during that time. And uh you know periodically I'll parachute in to find out who's the you know, hot players that everyone's talking about but I can't really call myself a big time women's college basketball fan. So I want to make that clear from the jump. All right, now that that uh, preamble is out of the way. I just want to set the table for the topic and the quote unquote controversy. So, if we go back a week, you'll remember the Iowa versus LSU Tigers uh, Women's National Championship game. Um, game between two of the highly ranked women's basketball teams. Uh, Caitlin Clark was the star player of Iowa. Uh, Caitlin Clark, just for context, is a a uh, white basketball player, and uh, a lot of the, the people who follow uh, compare her favorably to like a Steph Curry in terms of her deep range and her ability to score. Um, LSU Tigers, oh, before I move on to LSU, Iowa, I believe, has five white starters, and, uh, <laughs> you know, Iowa's a pretty white state. Um but yeah, they took on the LSU Tigers uh, team uh, comprised of, I believe, five black starters, including Flage uh, Johnson, who is a person I, I knew of, but didn't really know about her basketball career. Uh, her pops was a rapper named Camouflage back in the day, and he was killed. Uh, and I first saw Flaugé, because she appeared on one of these talent shows. I think it was America's Got Talent or the X Factor, one of those. Can't remember which one offhand. Uh, But it's a show that my my wife watches, so I remember seeing and hearing uh, that name on the show. And um, also on that team is Angel Reese, a player who is noted by the people who follow the game as like a double-double machine and one of the top women's basketball players uh, in the nation. So uh, prior to this national championship game, Caitlin Clark was flying high after dropping like 40 points on uh, was it South Carolina, but she was bowling throughout the tournament. Um, and throughout the tournament, she was showcasing a lot of trash talking, uh, taunting like gestures, uh, including the whole you can't see me, which is a taunt associated with John Cena, legendary WWE pro wrestler and, uh, of course, you know, it's a little sidebar. A lot of people were mentioning Tony Yayo and Slaver Flav doing it before John Cena. But, of course, the, the taunt is more so associated with John Cena. So, uh, Caitlin Clark was doing that during the game. And then as the LSU Tigers were you know, packing up the Iowa Hawkeyes, uh, Angel Reese did the same taunt. She kind of shadowed Caitlin Clark doing the old taunt. Uh, and on top of that pointing at the ring finger symbolic of winning a championship ring now once you did that the whole internet seemed to kind of explode which is weird because you know this is a women's national basketball championship tournament that I believe has had like the the greatest viewership ever uh, in a championship game that had the most viewership ever Uh, you have a talented pool of basketball players uh, according to people who really follow the game closely and the chatter was about sportsmanship and taunting and disrespect because you had dudes like a Dave Portnoy uh, of Barstool Sports calling Angel Reese like disrespectful and a piece of shit doing all the usual stuff that If you've listened to sports talk radio over the years, you will recall uh, hearing largely white uh, radio hosts and callers. uh, You recall those people using those terms to be uh, negative towards largely black athletes (laughs) Um, whenever they feel like they're not humble or, quote unquote, too cocky. Um so that was the thing that you saw from the Dave Port Noise of the World who, you know, Barstool isn't the most classy outlet in the sports media space. So that's a discussion for a different day. Um But a lot of people jumped on that that bandwagon of trying to call the LSU Tigers and Angel Reese in particular ghetto or uh disrespectful. And it's funny, Dawn Staley, a player that I do recall from her playing days, head coach of South Carolina at this time, she even kind of alluded to how her players were represented and and discussed and described uh, after her team lost to Iowa. So it's not uncommon. And um, it's something that, again, if you Followed sports for any length of time, especially the Sports Talk Radio, then you know what the buzzwords are, what the lingo is for the people who want to be low-key racist. Um, And when I thought about it, and I kind of looked around and saw all of the discussion, it was like, ah, it kind of dawned on, it didn't dawn on me, but it was clear that this was just a continuation of what I've seen. And it also was a, a clear example of even a, the biases and differences due to gender. Uh, because even though uh, black athletes, black male athletes are called out, uh, I think we've reached a time where it's understood to be a part of the game, like the trash talking from male athletes. Um, even some people like to reminisce now about Jordan's trash talk or Larry Bird's trash talk or they see a a modern era Steph Curry hitting a big three and being uh, excited about it even my guy Pat Beverly from the Chicago Bulls he's my guy because he's on the Bulls (laughs) uh, hit the little jump hook over LeBron a couple weeks back and uh, taunted him. And it's like second nature. Like no one really bats an eye that much now compared to how it was before. Uh, there's still taste of that, but it's understood. But now it's like they expect these uh, female athletes to be more subdued and not be competitive, not express their competitive uses unless you're Caitlin Clark, because then her taunting gets uh, described as competitive fire. And, you know, we see it all the time. And so it's one of these things where uh, people kind of pick and choose when they want to be upset about certain gestures and certain expressions of emotion. And it's clear to me (laughs) that, you know, it's all the same. Um, I, I grew up in Brooklyn playing a lot of pickup basketball games uh, and people taunted. Did I cry? Nah, it was part of the game to me, man. Like, you know when things cross the line and things get a little bit too much out of hand. But generally speaking, you know, people trash talk. And the best way to stop the trash talk is to, you know, fight back on the court. Give them something back. So, for me, the whole thing just felt out, of, blown out of proportion by the the people who are quick to criticize black athletes, of course. They don't want to see us happy at all. Those those people went out the out the window. Danny Connell, former New York Giant quarterback, got caught, like, in 4K, I guess, because he, he praised the fiery spirit, uh, as I alluded to, of Caitlin Clark, <laughs> but it felt like Angel Reese was... Uh, being disrespectful um so it's like you can't really win with certain people in discussions like this in, in certain uh arguments um and what what set out to me is that Caitlyn clark wasn't tweeting back anything or being upset about anything she didn't say she felt disrespectful or disrespected uh, And when you go and actually listen to the clip that I'm about to play, she doesn't feel like Angel Reese should get into criticism. so I'm gonna go ahead and play this clip. Um, with this controversy and you know Angel Reese took a lot of criticism in a way that you hadn't. Uh, what, what do you think might account for the
1: difference there? You know, I think the biggest thing is, you know, we're all competitive. We all show our emotions in a different way. You know, Angel's a tremendous, tremendous player. I have nothing but respect for her. Um, I love her game. The way she rebounds the ball, scores the ball is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of her and even the entire LS2 team. Um, you know, like I said, they played an amazing game. So, um, you know, I don't think there should be any criticism for what she did. Um, you know, I honestly didn't see it when the game was going on. And like I said, I haven't been on social media really at all. I'm just trying to reflect back on You know what this team did and enjoy every single second with my teammates because you know we have two really good seniors that are moving on from our team that have given a lot and you know they've been some of my best friends you know while i've been here at at the university of iowa so i'm just lucky enough that you know i got to play on that stage and have that opportunity with them and um i believe i got to play i get to play for one of the best coaches of all time and coach Bluter, and uh, she believes in me more than anybody ever has so um you know i'm just more than anything
0: lucky as we've been saying, a lot of people have been talking about it. But you know, one of the things people talk about is is race is a component of this. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know,
1: I don't think Angel should be criticized at all. Um, you know, no matter which way it goes, um, you know, she should never be criticized for what she did. Um, you know, I'm just one that competes, and she competed. So um, I think everybody knew there was going to be a little trash talk in the entire tournament. It's not just me and Angel. So um, you know, I don't think she should be criticized. Like I said. Um, LSU deserves it, they played so well And like I said, I'm a big fan of hers Do you think the focus on
0: this Suggests that we hold Women to a different standard than men
1: Yeah, I mean I think men have always had trash talk. Um, you know that's what it's been, and I think more and more people, as they turn on the game, they're appreciating it, appreciating it for what it is. Um, you know, I'm just lucky enough that I get to play this game and have emotion and have, wear it on my sleeves, and so does everybody else. So that should never be torn down. Uh, that should never, you know, be criticized because I believe that's what makes this game so fun. That's what draws people to this game. Uh, that's what draws it to the pro level, to college level, to the high school level. Um, so either way. It doesn't matter. You know, you should be able to play with that emotion. That's what makes it so fun. Nobody wants to tune in and not see people, you know, be competitive and passionate about what they're doing um, across any sport. That's how it should be. So um, I believe that's, you know, what it should be. And that's how I'm going to continue to play. That's how every girl should continue to play. So um, I'm just lucky enough that, you know, we have fans support us and, you know, want to watch that type of basketball.
0: All right, so you heard that clip that I played from an interview, I believe, with Jeremy Shapp. Caitlin Clark doesn't feel like it's a big deal feels like, you know, no one really bats an eye when when men in the modern era are competitive and talk, talk that talk. And she's right. <laughs> it's like, why? And, and it makes me wonder, like, why are people crying on behalf of Caitlin Clark? Like, she's a ball player. She knows what it is. She's not shrinking behind, you know, losing this game and having someone taunt her. Um, So why why are people taking it upon themselves to be, like, protective of somebody who don't need any protection? it's clear that people are rooting for their own team in this situation. And when I mean team, I don't necessarily mean Iowa, even though Iowa might be a a nice analogy for the team that I'm talking about. And it's crazy to me. Um, You know, coming out of that controversy to... uh, we had Angel Reese appear on a podcast. I don't remember the exact name of that podcast, uh, but I got an audio clip from that in which she talked about Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden, you know, as a as a lifelong educator, I guess she kind of wants everything that become these teachable moments. But she floated out the idea that Iowa and LSU are both come to the White House, and I and and the. And the uh, interest of sportsmanship and rightfully a lot of people, myself included, felt like this is some bullshit (laughs) like in general it's the championship team who gets invited to the White House after they win the championship, it's like a tradition like championship teams across all the sports get the White House invite get to exalt in their greatness and show that they're the champs but in this specific case, because of all the controversy, controversy and the desire to placate Iowa for whatever reason, you know, had this this silly suggestion be floated out there. Um, I think Joe Biden quickly uh, had to backtrack on that. But uh, Angel Reese had her comments uh, that I'm again, once again, going to play accept that i'm not gonna
2: lie to you i don't accept the apology because mm. of you Jill, said what you Jill said Biden. yeah first lady the wife yeah i said before. what i said and like you can't go back on certain things that you you say i mean you felt like they, they should have came because of sportsmanship right they can have that spot like we'll go to the obamas we'll, we'll, we'll see, <laughs> I'm gonna see michelle Girl. i'm gonna see barack oh, hold on hold on so did did you guys speak to the first lady no, apparently she was supposed to come to our locker room before the game, but we said no.
1: Before the game?
2: Yeah, they were all. She was supposed to come to our locker room and go to Iowa's locker room. I don't know if she talked to the, the lock, them. I don't know if she did, but we said we didn't want to. We didn't. We didn't want her coming what? to the locker. Room. I think Joe Biden had put somebody else to win the national championship. He didn't even put us on his, his bracket to get out of Baton Rouge, so I was like, bet.
0: So Reese in that uh, section basically said that. You know, they only want to go to the White House. Uh, later on, she had to backtrack off of that. But in the heat of that moment, I 100 percent I understood where she was coming from on that, um, because to invite Iowa to the White House with LSU would imply and indicate that LSU did something wrong or that Iowa was, was wronged and therefore should also get to take part in something that's reserved specifically for the winning team and you know uh angel reese threw a little sauce on that at the end because <laughs> he didn't even want Joe biden to uh come there because i think you know the presidents have like their picks in the national championship tournament or whatever and i think angel reese felt some kind of way about lsu not being projected in that but you know that was her i guess throwing a little sauce on uh, to that one but I definitely understood her general stance now <laughs> w- without getting like an official uh vote from the team <laughs> you can't really be coming out there going out there saying that you're not gonna go uh because if the rest of the team wants to go you kind of look foolish but I think she eventually says she's gonna go so uh you know But I 100% understood the the sentiment behind it. Because you don't want to feel like you're being viewed as some kind of offender in a situation where no one was wrong. Like, you didn't do anything wrong. Worse than that. Like, you didn't do anything wrong. So, I guess I could close out this episode uh, by saying that, uh, again, Angel Reese... And the rest of the LSU Tigers are going to go. But as fans, we got to do a little better collectively on situations like this. These types of things can't be happening all over and over and over again. Uh, And it takes away from the accomplishments uh, and the progress that women's basketball players are trying to make. Once again, I got to mention that I'm not really as invested in the sport as I used to be. Uh, Yeah, I know a handful of players here and there, but I don't follow the way I used to in the way that I probably should due to a lot of the time constraints. But, you know, I feel bad because it it overshadowed what the people who follow the sport closely have said is like a really good tournament and a real good example of how far uh, women's basketball has come. So. On that note, I'll say uh, be on the lookout for some more of the uh, clearing out the drafts type content, like the older drafts that I didn't put out. And uh, thanks for listening.